Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of How I Met Your Friends. Uh, my name is Julie and via Skype is... I'm Kathleen. Hello. Hi. So Kathleen found this lovely article a couple of days ago on ScreenRant.com, which is titled Five Things Friends Did Better Than How I Met Your Mother and Five Himyum Did Better. So... Thank you for finding this, Kathleen. How did you find it? Oh, it was. I was just scrolling through Facebook, and it was in my newsfeed. I don't. I have no, no idea who posted it. Um, you think it was a sponsored it, post, know, or was it someone who actually no, shared it? I think it was like a friend of you know somebody that I knew shared it, and then I forgot to see who it was. And okay, now and, I don't. I mean, I'm good with whatever. So, yeah. what we're going to talk about is we're going to kind of go through them quickly with our take but um one thing I did want to point out right away in reading the intro to it um it basically says how I met your mother is often compared to friends they're both multi-camera sitcoms with a laughter track they're both set in New York City they're both about a group of friends that includes two college roommates a married couple an on-off couple and a chauvinistic womanizer I don't think that Joey is a chauvinistic womanizer I'm sorry. I do not. I fully disagree he with just that. He likes women. He likes women, and he's really cute, and he's dumb, so he gets laid. All the time. He's not out to manipulate or to use and abuse. I mean, Barney doesn't abuse. That, that wasn't the right word, but, like, use and toss away. Barney lies to, I mean, he lies to people all, all, all the time. Just all constantly. Time. Okay. So that I have to disagree with and get, um, like, out in it. the way. So the the writer of the article, um, and again, it just came out um, on March 6th, so it is very relevant, um, does admit that while there's a ton of similarities, there's a ton of differences. So here's what we're just going to do. We're going to talk about them. So the number 10 that friends did better, according to this writer, so pardon me, it is Ben, um, ben Sherlock. Yes, yeah. on ScreenRant.com. I think we're just going to have to start reading some more things on this website, period, because, I mean, it sounds kind of cool. So far, so good. Um, so the pick for the number 10 thing of the whole list, but what Friends did better, is the on-off romance. So basically, his theory is it's a better um, dramatic and, like, fighting or whatever Ross and Rachel as opposed to Ted and Robin. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that Ross and Rachel were, like, always meant to be together, and I don't agree about Ted and Robin at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, um, he does say something along the lines of, as an audience, we were more invested in that storyline also, like, we were, everybody was really kind of pulling for Ross and Rachel, whereas almost nobody that I know of was pulling for Ted and Robin. Correct. Uh, yes. Um, number nine, so this is a thing that Himyum did better, narrative structure. Um, so basically, for a lot of different reasons, one of them being that Friends was filmed in front of a live studio audience who is laughing as a joke is being told and how i met your mother was pre-filmed 
then showed to a live studio audience. So their honest laughter was recorded. So there's a, there's an argument in like, or at least there used to be, cause I remember reading about this when I was a kid that a so-called laugh track has more to do with them putting fake laughter over where they want the audience to laugh. And you can kind of tell, whereas these are still, even if they're pre-recorded, their honest laughter as a joke lands. But one of the other things is that because How I Met Your Mother wasn't filmed that way, they could do a lot of cutting back to um, things that happened in the past so they could tell a better story in the narrative for like why this happened to Ted years ago and why it's coming up again. I think there's also a difference between a singular character like Ted telling a whole story as opposed to friends being revolving around everyone's life. Yes. Yes. Um, but I do, I mean, obviously that's one of the reasons we keep coming back to how I met your mother is that they do a great narrative. So agree. Um, number eight, what friends did better? The series finale. Um, I think we all have feelings about the Hymnium finale and what, um, what this writer says, and this is really funny. He's like, spoiler alert, um, infamously terrible as the death of the mother is brushed over in a single line of voiceover narration after we've just spent the entire ninth season of the show getting to know her. Robin and Barney's divorce is brushed over in a single scene as well after we've just spent the entire ninth season waiting for their wedding. That is really anticlimactic. To- I, so, um, I didn't watch Himyam li- live, um, right. you know, in real time for the first several seasons, but I did watch the last season in real time. You know, I waited a week for every episode, and I truly felt that somewhere along the line it got canceled and they just had to rush and finish everything which I later you know I did some reading and I I, I went back to theorize about the kids and, and anyway I no longer believe that but that's how it felt to me it right. really felt rushed and they had to finish the story um, I agree with you so his point is that the Friends finale on the other hand is one of the best ever made. It might be a tad schmaltzy for some, but we get closure on all the characters' journeys and we leave them in a happy place. Um, and that, I mean, that's exactly what we wanted. Like, she gets off the plane. Monica and Chandler have their babies. Phoebe marries Mike Hannigan. And oh. Joey's going to get a TV show in L.A. Like, it's amazing, you know? Yeah, all of it is right on track. Yeah. For, you know, it's a... Like, it's like reading or listening to a really good cheesy romance novel. That's true. There's a formula, you know, there's the two people, then there's some sort of conflict, and they part ways, and then they realize they can't live without each other. But you know what's going to happen in the end. Right. The whole point of a cheesy romance is that they end up together. Right. And that is what you want. You want a happy ending. And so one of the times that I tried college I uh, my writing class was a cross between a writing class and a cultural anthropology class which was really super cool but 
something that we as a as a country or as a culture want is a happy ending because it helps get us into that fantasy world. Right. If you watch other um, current films from other countries, they don't necessarily have happy endings. They have sometimes realistic endings. Right. Um, and I, I think that's something that we do want. Oh, it's true. We Yeah, we need things... Because it's not what we get in real life. So, of course, we watch right. TV and movies as fantasy. Kind of escape. Yeah, as escape. So, so you know, They Kiss at the End, which is a new podcast I'm trying to listen to called They Kiss at the End, which is about takedowns of, like, romance rom-coms. Yeah. So, anyway. So, number seven that Himyam did better was character development. And I do agree. Um, I do, too. I think that there's a few characters on Friends that get better and a few that actually get worse, like Joey gets dumber, which is not yeah. good. Um, I occasionally feel like Joey, and right now I do actually feel like I've gotten dumber since. <laughs> Just words have been hard the last couple of days. I went to say something to Allison about meat, and I said feet. So I'm confused. I'm concerned about my own brain right now. Let's just put that out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, number six, um, that Friends did better, long-running storylines. I uh, I kind of waver on this one. Um, he says that the whole of How I Met Your Mother is technically a long-running storyline, beginning with older Ted telling his kids, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. But what Friends did better were multi-episode story arcs that spanned maybe 10 or 20 episodes. And he says, How I Met Your Mother had a lot of these that didn't land. I... <sighs> I don't know. I feel like... And maybe this is because we're only in season one and it doesn't feel like anything has lasted 10 or 20 episodes so far except for the Ross love loves Rachel right so it's true and, and I think there's a lot of development that happens in season one and I, I don't know um yeah I think so the examples that he gives of the ones that don't do well are both the Stella and Emily storyline, which I would agree with both of those. Because in yeah. Friends, I absolutely hate Emily. Absolutely. But he says that, like, Phoebe's pregnancy, Ross dating a student, like, a couple other things that happen. He, he mentions the trip to Barbados. I'm not sure. I mean, there's a long-running story arc with that with Charlie, played by... Um, Oh, shoot. Why did I just forget the actress? Aisha Tyler. And Ross and Joey and then Rachel. Anyway. But I will say that, like, the one thing that I love is the really arcing storyline of the switching of the apartments. Yeah. And how that gets resolved. Like, that's a pretty ongoing thing. But I will say that both of these shows... um are a breakout of, like, what we saw before them, which was um, maybe little storylines in shows being taken further, but a lot of times stuff got wrapped up in a single episode. And I feel like Friends and then How I Met Your Mother were these ones where conflicts were happening over multi-episodes. It wasn't getting wrapped up in 22 minutes and everybody was happy at the end. 
Right. It's not like watching Family Matters or Full House where it's done and over with. Yes. Um, and I will never watch Fuller House. You can't make me. It will well, never happen. Sorry about your life. Um, <laughs> I think you're missing out. I just don't think that it's for me. Like, I'm, I'm just kind of over the, like... I don't even want to see most of the other remakes that they're about to do. I'm very upset that they're remaking Clueless. And I get that Fuller House is not a remake, but it's that it's that whole... So, like, even the new 90210, where it's supposed to be kind of kitschy and they're going to be playing themselves? This is, like, a third... This is a third iteration of 90210. Yeah. Okay, so we had the original. It was amazing. It was wonderful. And then we had one in that the... That was just called 90210. Yeah, just called 90210, not called Beverly Hills 90210. Right. right. And it was okay. It was cute. I mean... So you was... know that the one of the main the main characters, um, I'm trying to remember the actress's name, but she's the one of, she's the sister of the brother-sister that the whole thing revolves around. She was originally on Degrassi. Yeah. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> Sorry. She was on one of the Degrassi, the new class things. So anyway... Um like fuller house Shush. Um, okay what are we doing here um okay next one number five what how i met your mother did better supporting characters i agree i do yes. um it's not to say that friends didn't have supporting characters and to kind of roll back to the um longer storylines janice mm-hmm. plays you know one of those on again, off again. She, I think, I think if we looked it up, somebody was saying she's in one episode every, at least one episode every season. Mm-hmm. We should double check that. We should double check. That. Um, but same um, with like Gunther. Well, right, and and you know the Mr. Heckles is just kind of a, a weird, annoying neighbor, but he's not. I wouldn't even call him a supporting character. He's just kind of there. Right, the then cameos. I think that's kind of speak, that speaks to his point. Um, but they're like, even Ross and Monica's parents like fade out. Where I feel like mm-hmm. Marshall's parents are an ever present. Like he's constantly talking to his dad on the phone, and right. you know that kind of thing. And one of the examples was um, Ted's boss, played by the guy that was in Breaking Bad and, you know, has been in a bunch of stuff too. And I think it's that the supporting characters in How I Met Your Mother come back at really crucial times and then have, like, a little bit longer arc or somehow, like, really influence the main characters' lives, whereas on Friends, sometimes the supporting characters are just kind of, like, fun Bobby comes to a party. But we don't really find out much more about him. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's not that much. no No. Um, so number four, what friends did better originality. So he says, one of the main things to consider in a debate of friends versus how I met your mother is that how I met your mother ripped off friends. (laughs) He's saying friends came out of the gate in the nineties as a fiercely original series about a bunch of 20 somethings in New York with the, while the premise was similar to Seinfeld, the characters and the relationships were all original. So, it's the the thought of, again, we hadn't seen something that was, like, a again, not everything wrapped up and, like, pretty. Um, and, you know, going back 
I mean, basically thinking like what was happening in the 90s in general. So yeah, you had like 90210 coming out in 1990 slash 91, but then that was really aged down. I mean, that really was meant for people like 13 to 19. And Friends wasn't, even though that's what I was watching. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, as far as period, not not period piece is not really the, but, um. Just the time frame. Well, no, like age groups is what I'm trying. Sorry. Friends is definitely more for like that college age person, or it was supposed to be, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, we're trying to get our life together. You're trying to get your life together. This is what it could look like. Yeah. Um. Versus being like a kid's show or even a teen show. I do think that there is a good amount of How I Met Your Mother, though, for all that we talk about them borrowing storylines. Like, there's a lot of stuff with How I Met Your Mother that is pretty, like, original. Or at least, you know, like, there's some really funny storylines that they came up with. So, um... Number three, something that How I Met Your Mother did better, which was, is dramatic moments. And I fully agree. And the example um, that he kind of refers to um, in picture form more than anything else is Marshall's dad and that entire storyline, which I literally still can't watch that episode without crying because it is like, it has to be the most heartfelt and you're in the moment of him getting that news and it's so and I think I told you this right they hadn't told uh Jason Siegel that this was gonna happen right they just said Lily's gonna have something I don't think they even told like I think they were able to kind of finagle it so that nobody knew ahead of time yeah, however they worked that out, which is awesome, but there that was actual honest reaction to them in the moment finding out something about their character, and I really loved it. So um, I think that there is some dramatic things in Friends, but it's always so played off with a, a bit of comedy at the end. And, of course, this usually comes from Chandler because Chandler has emotional problems and can't be serious um but I think again that's what we were talking about they friends was answering like a mid 90s 20 somethings who had you know were born in the late 60s to early 70s and freaking out about their lives and not sure what they were going to do with their lives and then um how I met your mother came out as Carter Bays and Craig Thomas wrote it based on like their college life, but in a response to nine 11. So I think it had that amount of time that had passed where you could be a little bit darker and not in a bad way, but in a very realistic way. Agreed. Yeah. Um, two, what friends did better, which was ensemble cast. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily agree. I think that both casts are amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike any, you know, actor or anything like that. Um, but um, I he, think, so what he's trying to say is that the storylines tend to revolve more around the whole cast mm-hmm. versus like the Robin following her career 
you know, you, you can see specific storylines with How I Met Your Mother a little bit better than you can see with Friends. Well, and again, it's all... So if we think back to the pilot of Friends, there is the sense that perhaps the show was intended to revolve around Monica. It's Monica's apartment. It's Monica's brother that's, you know, just been left basically Phoebe is only friends with the whole group because she had lived with Monica at one point um or or you could see that it was going to be Monica and Ross as the two characters because no one else knows each other without them you know Chandler goes to high school or goes to college with Ross Joey moves in with Chandler I see that and so in that sense I'm really glad that they they moved away from that and went, hey, we're going to have the show be about everybody. We're going to have, you know, everybody get a little bit of, um, like, a storyline. And, and there is something out there. I'm trying to remember what um, what somebody did. But somebody broke down how many times each character's name appears in the title or in the episode title for Friends. And I think Monica gets the absolute most and Phoebe gets the least. But I don't necessarily think that that means each episode because each episode is supposed to have them in it right basically um but yeah and then of course how i met your mother with ted being the the centrifugal force that brings everybody together so um so here's his number one what how i met your mother did better was unpredictability yeah yes and i mean again i think that goes back to at the time friends came out and what we were, what they were wanting it to be or what we as a society needed it to be was a predictable, like everybody gets what they want in the end. And that's not what happened on how I met your mother, but you know, 10 years had passed almost since even, or no, 10 years had passed since the beginning of friends. Right. Right. Um, but yeah. Uh, what does he say? Yeah, each week when a new episode of Friends aired, you pretty much knew what you were getting. Sometimes you'd be surprised by one of the characters proposing to their future spouse or Ross and Rachel getting back together. Um, And then, uh, let's see here. But Him Yim was much more flexible in its format. One episode would have a sci-fi twist that Ted talks to future versions of himself and Barney. One would have Robin doing the narration, talking to the imaginary kids she just found out she'll never be able to have. It was much less predictable than Friends. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I do, too. Um, it was, I, I, again, it was, a, it was a time period thing. We wanted kitschy. We wanted um, predictable. We wanted something that we could relate to. And we weren't so far, we weren't so ready for, you know, a show. This is before a lot of the Doctor Show's really took off before a lot of the um crime shows really took off and so we weren't there we we were still very much in sitcom land you had mm-hmm. um uh we had seinfeld you had family right. matters well, you had CGIF lineup mm-hmm. you know so we were we were coming out of that and i think we weren't I don't think How I Met Your Mother would have done well in the 90s. No, I think it's... And again, for all the times that we're going to say How I Met Your Mother is a play off of Friends 
what I want to also acknowledge is How I Met Your Mother is the friends of the 2000s. It's, Absolutely. It's not to say you can't, you can, ha- it's, it's a continuation of, you know, of my it's feelings. Like next generation. Yes. Yes. Good call. The new class. Um, yeah, it's my feelings about, I mean, again, I didn't watch How I Met Your Mother when it first came out. I watched it later, so I don't have that same, we were just talking about this, my roommates and I, about like waiting and watching a show every week and being, you know, oh, I can't wait until it's Thursday night and it's friends, you know, I'm going to be in front of the TV or we're going to record it and watch it the next day. Um, I, you know, I binged time at your mother, but once I got into it and I felt the feeling, I was like, oh, so someone who had watched it at, you know, 13, 14, 15, or maybe even early twenties in 2005, 2006, and had started with it that way. I do understand. So how you feel about how I met your mother is how I feel about friends. And so we can coexist. (laughs) Well, and you know, what's really funny is. I was uh, a child and a teenager watching Friends, thinking, wow, this is what life is going to be like. And then when I was a 20-something and How I Met Your Mother came out, I was like, nope, not watching it, not interested, too close to reality. Um, but then once I once I got into it, I was, I was pretty hooked. I mean, How I Met Your Mother does have a nicer apartment than I think they still should be able to afford, but that's also with three oh, yeah. people's incomes and a two-bedroom, one-bath, and now I know that that is what it takes to afford a place, is to have three roommates. <laughs> it's true. Um, It's so painful sometimes. It's okay. I'll eventually get to have a house. I, I just know it. Um, oh, yeah. So I think that wraps it up for our discussion of this little article. Um, if anyone out there has um, other things like this that they've found or you want to go and read this article and tell us if you absolutely disagree with the writer, you disagree with us, we missed a point in it, um, please feel free to reach out to us on social media. We're on uh Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, How I Met Your Friends Pod, and then our email is How I Met Your Friends Pod at gmail.com. Do you have anything else for this bonus episode, Miss Kathleen? Nope, that's it. All right. Well, um, get ready for our next full length episode coming to you soon. And until then, we bid you adieu. Adieu.